I'm so glad that we can come rejoicing, aren't you? I'm glad we don't have to drag ourselves in here and say, boy, I would have rather stayed in bed today. I've had a rough week and it's been difficult and if it's all the same to you, I would have rather just stayed home. Not me. I'm always glad for an opportunity to be in the house of the Lord because there are wonderful people like you in the house of the Lord and the presence of the Lord moves greatly among us. It's so good to see you in the Lord's house today. I'm telling you, I'm so happy. I have Some of you haven't seen in a while. I told Brother Al back here. He's back here on, the, on my left and your right. He came in today. I said, Al, it made my day to see you today. I'm so glad you're doing well and feeling better and able to be here with us this morning. And we've got a brand new individual with us this morning. I'd like for the Roberts family to grab that little one where I'm looking. Just stand up back there, will you? Everybody look right back here in the corner. Shout out the name, will you? The name? Levi. I should be able to remember that. I wear Levi's a lot. Levi and how many pounds? All right. Isn't that wonderful? Welcome Levi this morning. Levi was responsible for making Brandon and Christy Roberts grandparents for the very first time. Isn't that great? Just for fun, let's see if we can figure out who has the most great-grandkids or grandkids and great-grandkids. Anybody have 10? Can I see your hands? Anybody have 11? 12? 11 is the top number, it looks like. Wow, isn't that amazing? I'll tell you what. I love grandkids, but I have discovered that the more grandkids that you have, the poorer you will be. Isn't that true? The poorer. I've always heard it said when I found out about grandkids and started having them, I always wished that I'd had my grandkids before I had my kids. <laughs> Don't you? Amen. They're so wonderful. And you do get to send them home at the end of the day as well. Well, we're glad that you're here this morning and so thankful for the opportunity to celebrate with you on this beautiful day. I hope that after church you'll take advantage of our new uh, photo screen at the back and get your family together. Our family already did that. As soon as we got here, we wanted to get our picture made before the grandkids started peeling all their clothes off. You know what I'm saying? And so we got that done and we're ready. Take some pictures back there and enjoy the day. I'm so thrilled to have Marsha uh, Durkee with us. I almost called you by your maiden name because I, that's how I've known you for so many years. And, and her friend Maria, will you just welcome them? They were both behind the screen this morning. Marsha is the associate pastor at the Parma Park Church of God. And what's the name of the city? Parma. Parma, Parma Ohio. And uh, she specializes in senior adult ministry and acting foolish. Ever since I've known her, she's been like this. She's never grown out of it. But we're so thankful she has had a wonderful ministry. Their senior group at Parma is, she was telling me last night, they, they started from basically nothing to 
where now they run pretty consistently about 60 senior adults in her group. So they've seen some good growth there and just doing a wonderful job. Um, our family was friends with her family way back years ago when my mom and dad pastored in Chanute, Kansas. And her parents were ministering in Oswego, Kansas. And so we'd get together every now and then. And uh, so we've known each other since we were about seven or eight years old. That's something right. like that, which, which was 100 years ago, Absolutely. it feels like. And then a few years later, we went to the same Bible college and reconnected there. And she's just been such a wonderful friend through the years to Donna and I. And we've enjoyed every opportunity that we've ever had to be with Marcia. We had scheduled her to be here last year for Grandparents Day, but the big C would not allow us to do that. Uh, but the big C has gone and bit the dust as far as I'm concerned, and we've decided to move on and have, have a wonderful time as a church family. So she's going to be ministering for us here in just a few moments. I'd like for the ushers to come, if you would, at this time. I want to give you an opportunity uh, to give in an offering this morning. And what you give this morning will be used uh, to bless Marcia and Maria today. We want to give you this opportunity. Let me give you a piece of information. We've got two weeks until Terrell Brinson, our world missions representative, will be here. We are working on a new project that we feel really good about that we'll be presenting to you on that day. And I, my prayer is, is that we will be able to present him a check on that Sunday morning that will represent our final offering for New Zealand. We've completed that project. I gave you the results, uh, the, the video here a couple weeks ago. And God's been good to us and we've been able to complete that. We pledged $17,000 for our part of that project, but we raised $26,000 accidentally because people just kept giving and kept giving and kept giving. And it dawned on me that since they were trying to make the building the best that it could possibly be, we ought to make our offering to be the best it can possibly be. So some of you have been giving over the last couple of weeks toward that. And we are now at about $28,000. We are $1,700 away from $30,000. And I believe that over the next couple of weeks, we're going to get that $1,700. And we're going to be able to present him a check that will represent $30,000 to our project in New Zealand. Do you believe that with me? Will you believe that with me? And will you do more than just believe about it, will you give over the next couple of weeks? Just continue to give, and then we will uh, move on to a new project that I'm really excited about. But this morning, I want you to give and minister and bless our special guests, Marcia and Maria. So ushers, if you will, serve the congregation this morning. Uh, you can give it in the baskets today. You can also put it in the box if you want to write a check. You can give online and just give a special offering today. However you choose to do it, uh, we will give this to our guest speaker today. Amen. What are you playing? What? Because he lives? I know that one. Do you know that one? Isn't it amazing that I know that song? 
Why don't you just sing it with me? Because he lives. Sing it out real loud. Let me hear you. I confess to Welcome to Marsha Durkee this morning. God bless you, Marsha. We're thrilled to have you. Good morning, Spirit Life. <laughs> Y'all heard that already, amen? Praise the Lord. What a pleasure it is to be here. I'm going to see if I can raise this just to get started. Such a good time to be here with you. Go ahead, I'll let you raise that. Oh. I got dressed, I think, in record time. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it's amazing how that works. That's, yeah, that'll work just fine. Perfect. There you go. Thank you, sir. And uh, just a pleasure to be here. I'm sorry that it's raining. That was not in the plan, right? I just got back from Phoenix, Arizona. I had our first grandbaby. So see, the Lord just let this happen after I got to be a grandma. And he was thir three weeks early. And uh, that's Logan Blake Durkee, our first son's uh, baby. And so we are excited about that. And um, I enjoy ministering to seniors. Well, I enjoy ministering. Uh, <laughs> but... Seniors have become um, kind of the focus. And so every time I speak, I, we have a luncheon once a month, um, and I always do a joke. So you're going to get my best joke out of, okay, you're ready. And I think you can relate. Are there any hunters in the crowd, or do y'all believe in that? I'm sorry. Okay. So you might, you might understand this. I'm going to try to calm down because I'm still trying to pick banana out of my nose. I found lots of things in my nose. <laughs> but, you know, when you bring your best friend, she kind of takes revenge. On that. Anyway, here we go. A man kept bragging to his neighbor about how smart his bird dog was. Growing weary of the boasting, the neighbor finally said, let's see what that dog can really do. Early the next morning, the trio tromped through a cotton field. Stopping at a small clump of bushes, the dog's owner sent the dog into the bushes. When the dog emerged, he's patted his foot one time. There's one bird in that bush, the man said. He gave the command, and the dog flushed out one bird. Walking on, they came to a second clump of bushes and repeated the exercise. This time, the dog patted his foot twice said, there's two, bush, two birds in that bush, said the owner. Sure enough, the dog flushed out two birds. 
Then the two men and the bird approached a corner full of bushes. Once again, the dog disappeared. After a minute, he ran out of the bushes. He went berserk. He yanked the cotton off of the stalks with his teeth. And then he grabbed a stick and started shaking it vigorously. And the, man, the neighbor said, what is wrong with that crazy dog? He's saying, the dog's saying that there's more cotton picking birds in that bush than you can shake a stick at. <laughs> that was one of my favorites. <laughs> Maria read it on the way in and I said, no, you got to read it with feeling. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? So, uh, I'm just going to continue in the flow. I had an, another message for you this morning and then I started working on Mighty Matilda and I said, oh no, there's, there's a lot more to that. And the Lord reminded me um, of some things that I had ministered about, about the armor of God. And, and uh, sometimes we, uh, as older people, kind of need a reminder. Right? My husband was good when we were raising children, and he would say, I'm going to tell you the rule, I'm going to tell you how it is, and then if you don't remember that, I'm going to give you a reminder. So today may be a little day of reminder. Would you stand with me as we read the Word of God? Praise the Lord. Anybody happy to be here today? Yeah. Amen. Praise the Lord. He's a good God. Amen. Hallelujah. I thank you, Lord. Let's read out of Ephesians beginning in chapter 6, beginning with verse 10. I'll give you time. I'm going to read out of King James because that's how I study. So I'm just going to give it to you. If I'm old-fashioned, y'all pull up your own version. <laughs> and we'll all be happy together. It says the same thing, right? Here we go, starting with verse 10. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that ye might be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness in the world. Against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand. Therefore, stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth, having on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, Wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Praying always with all prayer and supplications in the spirit. And watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. Amen. Will you pray with me? Heavenly Father, we just lift this word to you. Father, I stand here as your vessel. 
I, ask, I thank you, Lord, for your anointing, and I ask God that you open our hearts to what you have presented to me this morning to present to your people. I ask God that you would open our minds and open our spirits, Lord, that we can feel your presence, Lord, as you learn and as you draw us close to you this day, Father. Be with us, I pray. Give me wisdom and give me revelation in all that we say and all that we do, Father, and that you receive all the glory and the power in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 You may be seated. So, you're wondering why I have a rocker. So I'm going to try to shift a little bit. Some of you, I think, I mentioned, I, I heard your pastor last week. Uh, he posted... Um, a small little blurb about snakes being snake bit, right? Y'all remember that? And how he mentioned about the, uh, your assignment is not done. And I fuss with my seniors all the time. Just because you're 65, 75, 85, I have some in my uh, late 80s, and they are active, they drive, they still have their own home. Uh, and I think, what have you got? What did you eat? Because I sure don't, I, I mean, I'm hoping, I'm praying. And at this point, I can see that I can have that, right? <laughs> so, I, and I'm, I'm, I'm just thinking, you know, your assignment does not quit. The Spirit of God doesn't say, that's all right, honey. Y'all just go right over here and sit down. Your life, you know, just live it on out. There's no troubles. Anybody, have you experienced that yet? No, okay, I didn't think so. <laughs> so, I want to talk about, um, I'm trying to get adjusted here, the scripture. And you saw the um, armor that I pulled out. But uh, some of you younger folks, or maybe you remember, going to your grandparents' house, and the good stuff was in the attic, right? Y'all remember that, going upstairs? And there are all sorts of old stuff, <laughs> lamps and Boxes, crates. Anybody seen cedar chest? Remember those? All the good stuff's inside, <laughs> right? Uh, so uh, I think at some point we think, well, we're 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 retired. We're no longer uh, lead pastor. We're no longer the head Sunday school teacher, or maybe no longer the music director, or the. Uh, or just whatever, piano player, teacher. Uh, we don't uh, clean the church anymore. You know, we, we just step back and let the younger ones do it. And that's all well and good because you need to be a bow. And you need arrows in your quiver. Because you know stuff that they don't know. <laughs> right? Can I get an amen? amen. I like responses. So, uh... Yeah, so we, we've got to continue. Just because we're 65 or 75 or 70 or 80, or, it doesn't matter. The Lord does not withdraw the calling that's in your life. I heard a couple. Anybody else get that? He does not withdraw that. Your anointing is not withdrawn. It's just used for another purpose. <laughs> Amen. So what I'm saying is maybe you have shoved your armor in a box and put it in the attic or maybe you just put it under the bed where you can get to it 
So today I want to, okay, so this is an accordion case. When I was, when Robbie and I was, I'm sorry, Pastor Rob. <laughs> I knew that was going to slip out. <laughs> so when we were little and we were in that first church in Oswego, I was in Oswego, he was in Chanute. Uh, my mama had a big accordion and my mama played the piano. And so I would put her huge accordion on top of the piano bench. Okay, so I was about six or seven. I would let the bellows fall to the side. And while it was falling, I could play this side. So our first church, we moved to Ohio, uh, to Kansas. And when we got there, mom and daddy said I could take accordion lessons. Uh, so this kind of reminds me of, y'all remember Lawrence Welk? You remember Myron, was he Myron or Marion? Anybody? Myron, Marion. Anyway, it was the accordion player. So I liked him. So I went and got an accordion box. But my accordion's in Ohio, so. But it is a very good case, complete with a velvet interior. But it is quite old. I've had it since I was eight. So, yeah, we won't talk about that. So, anyway, let's pull out some armor and see what's in here. Anybody remember this? This is the belt of truth. Do y'all know what truth is? Because if you don't know it by now, we're in real trouble. Yes? Have y'all realized that truth ain't truth no more? You can tell them what the truth is and they say, oh, no, it's not. They will look you in your face and say, that is not right. And you better be able to say, thus says the Lord. If you can't back it up with this, then you don't need to speak it. Let me tell you that part, right? I don't, whatever version you want, you better speak it. But you better be ready to know that this belt better fit, and it better fit good, right? It better fit tight. So this is your belt of truth. It's going to hold things secure. It's going to hold your bridges up. Anybody try to walk? I still don't know how those people walk with their pants down around their hineys. I don't know how they walk. It would trip me up. I would be a mess. But if you have a belt, they're not going anywhere. And all the men said, amen. Praise the Lord. Here's the breastplate, and I'm sure it has banana and raisin bran on it. This is your what? Breastplate of Righteousness. And I did mention that righteousness is a gift. It is given to you at new birth. It is not something I have to work for because I am seen through Jesus Christ. It is my breastplate. It's going to protect my inner heart. It's going to protect my belly. It's going to be there because out of your belly shall flow rivers of water it's protecting me and whenever the enemy's coming at me it might see this symbol but it doesn't see me it sees jesus christ y'all about to make me get up out of this chair oh jesus but some people don't recognize that if i ask you today are you righteous how many hands am i gonna see come on raise your hands 
I see those hands. Because so many people say, I am not right. I'm sorry, I could never be righteous. I, I'm not that spiritual. It don't matter. When, I'm, when I receive the, the blood of Jesus to wash me clean, this comes with it. But wait, there's more, right? There's more. You get the breastplate of righteousness. As you can tell, this breastplate makes me excited, okay? I like it because the enemy sees him. He doesn't see me, little old me that may not know what's going on in the situation, but Jesus Christ does. Is that right? Move on, Marsha. Praise the Lord. What have I forgot to add? <laughs> okay. All right. And these are my boots, my shoes. Don't they look cute? These are my shoes. I guess it goes this way. Shod with the preparation of the gospel, right? We have to be able in this day to have peace. If you don't get peace in here, when you walk through that door, you're going to be shredded. Because I need the peace, I need to receive the peace of God before I can share the peace of God. Is that right? So uh, I have to be ready to walk out those doors. Everybody may think that that was a real cute little skit I did as a warrior. But you better put your warrior boots on because you're in this battle whether or not you want to be in this battle if you are a Christian. Amen? Amen? Are you with me? Praise the Lord. Um, as in John 14, 27, peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you, not as this world gives, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. And so we have to stay in the peace of God. Don't let what you hear on the news tear you up and get you upset. Turn the thing off. You have the remote. Turn it off and get in your Bible. Get in the Word because that's where you're going to get your peace. It's not going to be in the television or in Netflix or anything else. Turn it off. Turn it off. I'm just telling you now. Get in your Word. Spend some time alone with the Lord. Turn on your praise and worship music and just envelop yourself in the Spirit of God. He will help us through this no matter what we face. Amen. Praise the Lord. Anybody happy in here? And I got to take a drink just real quick. That orange juice just got me. Really, it was the toothpaste. Do you think you could have put any more on that brush? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Back to the armor. Here we go. This is a shield. And this is not a normal replica of a shield. Because their shields were huge. Because, uh, you know, they have different brands. But their shield, the one that I like, was the one that has a kind of a point on the edge. And they could jam it in the ground. And they could get behind it so that nothing would come home, you know, get an extra part of body. It just, it showed more coverage. My personal favorite of shields is in Star Trek. Anybody? Okay. <laughs> because... <laughs> Yes, uh, live long and prosper. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, the shield, it envelops you completely. 
And that's exactly how the Spirit of God envelops us and protects us. Because remember it said that the fiery darts come against us, but this shield will protect you. Do you know that they would stretch the leather across the boards or of how big ever big their shield was? And they would stretch it and then they would anoint it with oil and they would rub the oil. Aren't you glad for the anointing of the Holy Ghost? That that whatever the enemy sends to you is not going to come through because that anointing is going to stop it. Praise the Lord for the anointing. Those fiery darts are not coming through no matter what the enemy tells you they're going to do. All you said, oh no, I've got my shield and you can't get me. But let me tell you where you're going. Sometimes you have to talk back to that devil. Just give him the word. Don't give him your opinion because that will get you in trouble. Amen. Praise the Lord. Here we go. There's more to say about this. I'm just trying to be done on time. Okay. This is your helmet. My hair's already flat. It don't matter. <laughs> helmet of salvation. And I mentioned in Matilda. That the battle is in the mind. Everybody's read Joyce Meyer's Battlefield of the Mind. Is it not true? I don't know if you have, but the battlefield is in the mind. And that's where confusion gets dropped in. Am I doing this right? Is this the right message? Are you supposed to go there? I don't know. Are you confused? How come they're doing this and you're not doing this? What does the word say about this? And he'll twist it just like he did with Eve. He'll just take a little bit out. It don't matter. But I want to tell you, I got a helmet of salvation. And this helmet is going to be on my head every morning because I cannot handle what the enemy is going to tell me today. I'm telling you, he starts before you get your feet on the ground. Is that true? You know, let's just rock here a minute. Let's, let, let's, let's just sit here because the Lord can use them. They're better anyway. I'm not needed anymore. I'm not you know, I just, I just, it's okay. And that, that's all the enemy telling you what you ought to think. And you've got to say, oh, no, you don't. I've got my helmet of salvation on. I can, I can uh, determine what I watch. Oh, be careful, little eyes, what you see. I can determine what I hear. If I don't like what I'm hearing, I know how to turn the channel or turn my own praise and worship music on. I can be careful of what I speak when somebody comes against me. I can be careful when somebody cuts me off. That nothing ticks me more than the trailer that almost wiped me off the road yesterday. <laughs> and then I couldn't find my shoes that I needed for this morning. I'm telling you, and I told Marie, I said, we're going to have a good service. Because I have fought a couple of battles on the way here. But that's okay, because I got my helmet on, and the Lord is going to protect me. Do you know when you got the shield down, and all you see is your eyes, the enemy don't know who's in here. Because remember, this is, I can't even see it, this is the Lord's armor. He said, put on the armor of God. Isn't that right? Put on the armor of God. It's not your armor. That, like I said about the 
the breastplate, he don't see Marsha Jean Hicks and Billings Durkee coming down the road. He sees Jesus Christ is coming to fight this battle. He's going to run when he sees that. Amen? So keep your helmet on. Hallelujah. And here it is. My sword. You know, when you play around with a sword, they, they feel good in your hand. Right? I can, I can fight. If you remember your sword, I have, this is my daddy's Bible. And when I preach at special places, I take my daddy's Bible. I mean, it just means more, right? But it's got my tabs in it, because he didn't have tabs in his back then. But it's got my markings now. This is now my sword, right? It's got my highlights it's got my favorite scriptures, but this is now my sword, and I can use it. If you take somebody else's sword, and I have done this <laughs> in a service before, said trade Bibles with somebody and look up your favorite scripture. Is it marked? Well, no, it's not marked because it's not their sword, right? You've got favorite scriptures that you use, but are they just quietly in the box, you know? Is it still in the box? Have you pulled them out lately? So the sword is, like I said, whenever you've, you've got to talk to the enemy, and y'all know this because you've been doing this for quite a while. But you have to answer just like Jesus did. It is written, do not get into a conversation with him like Eve did because he'll turn it around on you, right? But... Do you know that, do you notice that it's double-edged, right? There's, there's, there's blessings and then there's cursings, not cussing, but cursings, right? And, and the reason I say that is because David used it, right, whenever he was going up against Goliath. Because he knew what his sword was, because he knew what the sword did for him. I come against you in the name of 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 God. Right here we go. Let me read it for you, Samuel, so I don't get confused. Uh, David said to the Philistines, Thou comest to me with a sword and with a spear and with a shield, but I come to you in the name of the Lord, the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom thou hast defied. This day will the Lord deliver me. He knew his sword. He knew his weapon, right? This day will the Lord deliver thee into my hand. I will smite thee and take thy head from thee. I will give the carcasses of the host of the Philistines this day and unto the fowls of the air, to the wild beasts of the earth, that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel. And all this assembly shall know that the Lord saveth not with a sword and the spear, for the battle is the Lord's, and he will give you into our hands. And it came to pass when the Philistine arose and came nigh and drew to meet David, that David hasted and ran towards the army to meet the Philistine. And David put his hand in a bag and took a stone and slang it and smote the Philistine in the forehead so that 
that the stone sunk into his forehead and he fell upon his face to the earth. So David prevailed. The thing is, the next verse says that he took uh, Goliath's own sword and cut his head off. You can have the enemy use their own sword to kill him because we just stand back and we stand and fully covered in the armor of God as God fights our battles for us. But we have the armor of God with us. The word works, right? Amen. Praise the Lord. Keep that sword close. Hallelujah. I hope you're getting something out of this. Now, Paul finished there. And I have been doing some other, and, and no, he didn't finish there. He kept going about the supplications, the prayer and supplication. Has anybody seen a prayer shawl? And I don't know about you, if you use it, I, I use mine mainly at um, Solemn Assembly. Uh, but if I'm in my office and, and there's too much going on, y'all have too much going on at your office every once in a while, just this time? And, and we just wrap up in it. And you know that um, each of these corners have a, have a tassel. And then there's little tassels in between. And, and I guess they're supposed to pray for different things on the tassels. And each corner has a wonderful scripture about healing and, and salvation and that sort of thing. But, but sometimes just being wrapped up in it isn't enough. I don't know about you, but, but sometimes I have to have it to cover me, cover my head, because sometimes I just need to be shut off from all y'all. Ain't that right? <laughs> I, I just got to get alone, alone in the presence of God. Anybody else been there? I know you have. I know you got grandkids. I know you got great grandkids. And the only way that we can get along with the God is to have our, our, our prayer and supplication. Supplications with fasting. Sometimes, you know, is that just a forgotten thing? I don't know, but I still want to do it, right? And it's not, it's not to change God's mind about anything. It's to change me. To get my will... To say, okay, whatever your will. It's all about getting me under control. I don't know, maybe you don't have trouble with your me. I have trouble with my me. So we need, we need prayer. And the last thing is a big badge. It says I'm sheriff. I have just ran Robbie out of the church. No, <laughs> not really. The badge, it's not included in those armor. But I'm telling you, Jesus has given each of the believers authority. If you don't learn how to use the authority, these other armor is, is, is just going to keep you covered. But whenever you get the authority and you get grounded in and you start uh, binding and loosing, the Spirit of God, and you bind the enemy of what he does in our lives and in our family lives because we can, we can cover those things. We can pray about those things because we have to believe that it's not just 
for them. Because Jesus said, Behold, I give you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all, everybody say all, all the power of the enemy. Why would you not want to wear a badge? I gave everybody, all of my seniors, a badge. It says sheriff. I can get them at Amazon. <laughs> you can get a bag for $11. I'm just telling you, we anointed those things and then we prayed over them and we had a wonderful time because they have to realize this is not just for pastors. It's not just for preachers. It's not just for teachers. It's for every believer that receives it. Do you receive it this morning? <laughs> Hallelujah. Jesus came and spake unto them, said, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye, therefore, and do the same, right? And baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. We have got to realize the power that we have, the power that God has anointed us with. Whenever you got saved and sanctified and filled with the Holy Ghost, we have to continue to allow that to rule and reign in our lives. Let it bubble back up. Come on, because while you're sitting in your chair rocking saying, it's other people, I don't need my armor. It's all in the box. It's okay, I'm, I'm good. The Lord knows my heart. I have heard that out of people's mouths. The Lord knows my heart. It's a good sermon, sister. But while you are sitting there rocking in your chair, there's something that you haven't realized. When you stand up and you take all, you, you see what you have gone through, it doesn't matter because while you've sat there in the chair, the enemy is tearing your hide up. You are still injured. Do you see that? But the Lord has called us to stand. He has not called us to sit. Amen. Praise the Lord. This is the Lord God's armor, and it's not mine. It doesn't matter how old we are. And I keep coming back to that. I will unload that. But we cannot sit. We cannot get comfortable. We have to get up because this is what you look like sitting around being defeated, right? Because this is what we look like without armor. You cannot be in a battle in a rocking chair. You can't just sit there and say, let them do it. Do you see that the enemy is fighting you anyway? He still knows your address, right? But it's time to stand back up, shake yourself like Samson, get your armor on and get dressed and fight until God himself finally says welcome thou good sir faithful servant enter now into the joy of the Lord but until then you've got a battle to fight and you have victories to win you still have harvest to bring in you've still got family you've still got grandchildren to teach take that word that you know implant in them watch the seed grow become a bow shoot some arrows let them try let them shout you know try to do things that you have done but take your authority stand in your authority because your family I'm sorry I'm yelling your family is counting on you you may be the matriarch you may be the patriarch 
look at whatever your position in that family is. They're looking to you to bring them through. Tell me how many of them call you and say you need to pray for me over this. You need to pray for me over that. But if you're sitting in the rocking chair, okay, I'll pray for you. But you don't have the armor. You know, I'm sitting on my badge. If I have my badge. <laughs> if I sit on my badge. If I, if I have my badge, I can say, okay, Lord, you know exactly where my child is. You know exactly what they're facing. And you know right now exactly how to stop it. And I will stop here and tell you that when my child was three years old, her dad stole her in New Mexico and took her somewhere. We were 70 miles from Mexico. We were 200 miles from his mother's house in Texas. I didn't know which way the man went. My mama and daddy were at General Assembly. I had no mama. I had a visiting pastor that was coming in to preach that Sunday morning. This is... She's 36, so 33 years ago. I went into the restroom, and all I could do was say, Spirit of God, you know where or which direction that man went with my child, a three-year-old child. He took her, and I said, you have got to stop that vehicle before he gets to Mexico, before he gets out of state. He made it to the line. This is what I found out six days later. But all that time I kept standing on the fact that he had stopped that vehicle and he was not going to get her to Mexico to where I'd never see her again. But I prayed and I said in the name of Jesus stop that vehicle. He broke down before he got to the state line. His mother came and picked them up and took them to Texas. We have got to get to where we take the authority. And, and it's, it's not that we demand anything of God. It's that we demand the word to work. Does that make sense? Because the word is what works. He gave us the authority to use that word. And buddy boy, I'm going to use that word. Amen? Praise the Lord. So it's time to suit up. It's time to get plugged in to the power that you recall being in. Amen. Will you stand with me today? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I bless your name, O oh Father. I thank you, Jesus. Father, for this word that you have given for this day. I pray, Lord, that you would touch our hearts. Lord, remind us, Lord, that you love them, Father. They are your children. You are not done with them yet, Father. There is so much that they can do for this church and for this community, for their family. I pray, Lord, that right now, God, you would just envelop them in your love and in your peace. I thank you, Lord. If there is anybody, I, I didn't check with Pastor. Is it okay if we invite them down? Donna, if you want to, you, sorry, appreciate that. Y'all are good. Anybody feel like you want to come down, and we will pray with you this morning. 
over what has, if God has spoken to you. Because there's a fresh anointing. There's a fresh infilling. Amen. Can you pray with me this morning? Thank you, Father, for all your goodness and all your mercy. Be with us, I pray, O oh Lord, and I thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We love you, Lord, and we praise you, Jesus, for all that you have done for us in our lives. Hallelujah. Anyone else? Pastor, will you? Hallelujah. Sometimes our long johns and our long pants and socks and shoes and all of that. We, we prepare for what we're going to face the way that we dress. We've got to understand that what she preached to us this morning is so true. We've got to be ready to face everything the enemy is going to throw our way. 
Is there never a day in your life that you'll live that you won't experience the enemy of your soul trying to kill you and steal from you and to destroy you? But the good news is that if we are fully clothed in the Spirit and we carry our badge of authority, we can win every time because the Lord is on our side. Aren't you thankful for that? I tell you, there's nothing quite like being with family, is there? I have two wonderful families in my life. One is my natural family. That is my kids and, and their spouses and the grandkids. And, and, and it's great to have Danny and, and Sharon with us today, the, the, Justin's mom and dad with us. They're part of our family. It's just so great to, be, to have that kind of natural family. But we have a spiritual family as well. That's the body of Christ. I'm so thankful for each and every one of you. What I'd like to do as we close out this service this morning, I'd like for you to get with your family as close as you can with them. Maybe you've got family at different places in the building or whatever. I want you to get with them if you will. And I just want you to pray together. I, I don't know when's the last time that you prayed with your family. But I want you to get with them I want you to take their hands and I want you to pray that they will be protected and they will be strengthened in every way. Now, if you don't have a family member here with you, do like these two girls right here are doing. Just find you somebody in the family and go to them and let's pray together. Father, thank you for this lovely word that has been brought to us today. Lord, I pray that we will be able to accept the wisdom that comes from it and apply it to our lives and we'll be properly clothed and dressed to face every situation that we face in our lives. Thank you for that, Lord. We're prepared to face the enemy of our soul because of how you have prepared us and clothed us with your spirit. I, I thank you for moms and dads in this house today for the children, the kids that are among us. I thank you for grandparents and what they bring into our lives. I'm just so grateful that you have put our lives together the way that you have. And I pray great blessings upon each and every family that is represented today. And as they go out throughout the day today, Lord, I pray that you will help them to celebrate their family such a wonderful way. Let them celebrate big and be blessed because of you. Amen. Now sing it again. You are great. You do miracles so great. There is no one gift for you. We have put together, my wife has labored long and hard this week uh, to, to pack some candy bags and we've got a little bag of candy we want to bless you with today. For those of you who are diabetic or need low sugar, we've got sugar-free candy as well. You just 
and, and both. We've got both. So if you need the sugar-free, ask for it. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Thank you so much for joining us. Make sure you slip by and tell Marsha and Maria how much you've enjoyed their ministry today. Let them know that you love them. God bless you.